Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. What is going on, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful planters? I think I like that one, planters. How y'all doing today? I am so happy that you've decided to listen to the Planter Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Damia Shodi, and I am the host and the creator of the Planter Podcast, which helps millennials grow in their faith walk. Um, helping you develop in your personal growth journey, and then also developing better lifestyle habits and practices from your physical health, mental health, especially entrepreneurship. So we have reached the end of season two of The Planter, which is crazy. I have literally have consistently posted every week since January, and I'm so proud of myself. I really tried to stick to my plan of at the end of March, I will post an episode for 12, I'll post 12 episodes um, in this season. And I did that today. It was a struggle to get on the mic. I was like, oh, it's my last one. Maybe I'll just do it tomorrow. I don't know. But you know what? I stood with it and I'm happy. So I'm happy for all the new people who have come, become a part of the planter family. Thank you so much for your reviews. I got more reviews this season. I've got more followers, especially on Instagram and like like kind of like ride or die followers who really support the planter i'm just really happy that this platform is helping you and you know i've had dms of people saying you know your podcast has helped me through law school and you know it encourages me to um you know change my lifestyle and just so many um different pod or different things that this podcast is doing or encouraging people to like get to work and child, that's all I could ever ask for. So thank you so much to all the new listeners this season. Um, if you are liking the podcast, please, please share it with your friends. Share this podcast with your community to encourage them to grow wherever they are, because that is the point. This podcast is here to not only give you information, but ignite something within you, ignite that purpose within you so you can go out there and do what you've been called to do. So yeah, um, thank you again for leaving your reviews. Don't stop, you know what I'm saying? Don't stop leaving the reviews. Don't stop commenting and talking to me. I'll be on IG even though podcasts may not be coming out. So it's all good. So today's episode, I was really battling with myself about what exactly I was going to talk about. I've had about two or three different ideas and... I don't know, I've just really been led by God to kind of talk about something that I was learning, excuse me, in my Bible. Um, I was going to talk about, like, you know, before not living for yourself and not being too comfortable. And I mean, that's a great thing, too. But um, I guess we're going to be talking about today being confident and and how to how to be confident and what that truly means to be confident. So. What I'm speaking about is based on what I was reading about David. Um, I was reading 1 Samuel 17 a few days ago, 
And basically that chapter is when, you know, his father sends him from, you know, tending the sheep to go and meet his brothers and give them all this food. And then you have Goliath out here yelling at the children of Israel. And he's like, who is this uncircumcised pagan who is defiling the armies of the Most High God? And they're like, oh, you know, I don't know if you know the story, but basically the giant was like, I'm going to kill y'all. Send send somebody to fight me. Square up. If y'all about it, square up. And if not, well, I'm going to still keep taunting y'all. And, you know, we know the story that David killed Goliath with one stone and a slingshot and no armor or any of those things. So I'm kind of just, you know, what I felt that the Holy Spirit was leading me um, or the lessons that he was giving me through reading that. So I'm going to share that with you. And it all stems from how to be confident. So the first thing in being confident or establishing confidence within yourself is knowing your authority and who you belong to. Okay. So knowing your authority and who you belong to, you know, as Goliath was shouting all the, all the curses, because apparently it even says in the word that he was cursing them in the, in his God's name and basically taunting them. David was like, who is this pagan Philistine? Anyways, that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God. And one thing that I love about David is David was very confident in who he belongs to. Um, He was very like, I don't know if you read it, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's a sense of authority when it comes to David. And I was reading his responses and even the responses that he gave to Goliath, like he was like, I'm a, I'm a kill you with this slingshot and I'm gonna chop your head off and I'm gonna bring it back to my camp. What's up with that? What's up? Right. And something that I, well, the first thing that I got was you as a believer have, have to know your authority. You have to know the authority that you have in Christ because there's a lot of us who are believers, but we have no power. And it's so unfortunate because we're supposed to be in this earth changing the things of this earth. We should be the CEOs of big companies. We should be in the entertainment fields. We should be um, in places that people who don't even know of God sh- should be. We should be in all these powerful and big places doing amazing things, giving people a new standard for God, showing them the love of Christ, showing them what love looks like, changing their standards. But we, I don't know, child, like we're just so caught up in looking good at church, only going to church, but it's like only going to church and only like, you know, acknowledging God on Sunday. There's no power in that. There's no authority in that. It's like, what do you do from Monday to Saturday. Like, how do you acknowledge God on those days? Power and authority is built through your relationship with Christ and acknowledging that the power is not yours, but it's only the Holy Spirit. A prayer that I often pray is that God will ignite like his authority within me. And, and I look because I've, I've said it before in, in one of my podcasts that the enemy will really be pillaging through your life and, and taking things from you. But we're just so gung-ho about looking pretty and not reading our word that we just allow him to come into our lives and steal from us 
I'll talk to a demon real quick. Like, I come in the authority of Christ because I know whose child I am. I, I know that I have access to my father's resources and to his authority. That is one of the reasons why Christ died. So we have power and authority through, through, through our actions and through our words, through our prayer on this earth. You know, we don't fight flesh and blood, but we fight um, prince, uh, principalities and powers and in, in, in unknown and higher places. You get? So we have to walk in the authority of Christ and be confident in that authority and acknowledge it. And the thing is, if you don't believe it in it and you're a follower, then tell God. Like, that's the thing. We can be honest with God and be like, hey, like, I know that this is what I've learned all of my life. But to be honest, God, I don't really believe it. To be honest, God, I'm really struggling and having faith in that area and really walking in your authority and knowing my place in your kingdom. Like, can you teach me? You know, we have to approach God with a humble heart. That's one thing that you know, I, I'm i practicing like, you know what, God, if I don't know something, I don't know it. And I'm not going to pretend like I know it. If I don't feel something, if I don't have a desire for something or I'm not, I don't have a desire for you, then why am I going to pretend and act like I do and continue falling into a deeper hole of just foolishness? You know what, God, let me be honest with you. I really need your help. I really need your understanding. So it, it betters the body of Christ for us to walk in authority. You know, he said that we would do greater works than, than he's done. Healing the sick, casting out demons. We would do greater things. But so many of us are just so powerless. And another reason why we don't have authority is because we won't give up some of the sins that we're doing. Or not some of them, all of them. We, we won't acknowledge it. I think one of the biggest benefits um, that, you, or the one of the biggest or best things that you can do for yourself is be honest with yourself. Like, are you struggling with lust? Like, for real, for real. Are you struggling with lust? Are you struggling with lying? Are you struggling with stealing? Are you struggling with being greedy or giving or being generous? Like, be honest with yourself. You can't lie to yourself. Maybe you can lie to the people outside, but you can't lie to yourself and you can't lie to God, especially to God. Because a lot of the the release that you're looking for could maybe halted because you're holding on to certain sins. You're holding on to certain ways of living. And I'm not saying that it's easy to let go of sin, but is it not easier for you to, to, to ask God to help you than for you to carry these sins on your back for years and nothing changes in your life? And then we, then we say, well, God didn't help me. God didn't do anything. But it's like, did you really inspect within yourself and see, yo, what's up with me though? How am I walking in this in this earth? What am I doing? Am I being obedient to God in every area of my life? You know, obedience is 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 a form of love. Um, that's how we show that we really love God, and through our obedience, we have authority. Because you know, the devil is always trying to make us look bad. Like he said, he's the accuser of the brethren. So it's like, well, she keeps doing this, God. So you know, can I? You know, we don't understand legalism in, in the spirit realm. Can I just, you know, do this, do that to her? And God going to be like, well, I mean, she's not asking me for help. He's not asking me for help. You know, they're not changing their ways. So, hey, have at it, unfortunately. So what am I saying? Authority. We, we, we need to know our authority. The only way to fight Honestly and truly, it's not with your hands. It's through prayer. Do we believe in the power and the authority of prayer? Do we really believe that it breaks chains? Like we have to ask ourselves this and be honest with yourself if you don't believe that. 
You can do all these amazing things in this earth and have no authority and no power. Don't look at other people. Oh, but they, they're being successful. They're, they're, they have a big business. They have a great platform. But under what power? Under what authority? There's only two kingdoms. It's either light or darkness. That's it. Either you're working for one or the other. And that's just the reality that we have to understand. So the first thing in order to be confident is knowing your authority, knowing who you belong to, even in that point too, knowing who you belong to. Do you believe that God is your provider? Do you believe that um, he's working out everything for your good? Do you believe that he loves you? And if you don't believe those things, be honest. Ah, God is such a good God. He's so, to serve him is so easy. Like, first of all, all you have to do is confess with your mouth. Or believe in your heart, confess to your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll be saved. Period. That's it. If anybody tells you you have to do anything else, it's a lie. It says it in the word. That's all you have to do, first of all. Second of all, because of that belief that you have in him um, and, and firmly within your heart, he allows you to have access to all of his resources on this earth and and. and like and through heaven what we what we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven what we bind on earth will be bound in heaven that we can go to his throne boldly the bible says that we can go to his throne boldly and ask him for what we want because we're his children we are heirs to the throne these are the things that we have to base our lives on that you know what despite what is happening right now i know who i belong to that is real confidence and that's how you build real confidence not in not in your works not in what you've done because you can have all the degrees in the world and not have a job hello you can have all the accolades and everything and still feel empty who or what do you base your your life off of what gives you that what gives you that confidence and it's not in who you are and um you know what you can produce in your accolades because the world will really try to tell us that oh it's because of what we can you know our accolades and our degrees and how fine we are that's what gives us you know our confidence and identity but no your confidence is found in Christ because it's the only thing that's unshaken you can have confidence that God will do what he says he's going to do even if you have to fight child even if you have to fight through life you, Because life is a fight. Nothing comes easy. For the believer, for the unbeliever, life is not easy. However, we have the confidence that Christ is our foundation and that the word he can't lie. The word says that is he a man who should lie? He can't lie. So we have to know. We have to know as believers uh, the authority that we're walking in and who we belong to. It's so, so important. It's so, so important. All right. Second thing. Don't take no as an answer or resistance as a reason to stop um, or a reason to stop. Keep knocking doors down. So I wrote down um, persistency gets to the ears of those in power and causes a shift and allows God to do, um, you know, something great. Where I got this from was when David kept going around and asking different people, um, in the camp that what who is this Philistine? Um, what does he want? Why does he keep defiling? You know, and then his brother came up to him and says, Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, I know the type of heart you are. You're so what did he call him selfish or something like that? Like, but basically taunting him like, get out of here. You're a peasant. You're you're a pest. Like, you just came here to to look for entertainment, basically. And David was like, Well, what did I do now? And then funny enough, even after he said that, 
It says, the next line says, but David persisted. And because he kept asking, word got back to Saul. And then Saul summoned him to see, you know, if he would actually fight on Israel's behalf. So what does that mean? You have to keep going, right? Usually when we're about to enter a breakthrough or we're about to get somewhere greater, there's always going to be resistance. There's always going to be resistance. And you know, you may find resistance in people acting acting up, they be changing up. You get a lot of dreams about you being attacked. Just so many different things could be happening that show you that where you're like the direction you're going is actually not the direction you should be going or that you're doing something wrong. You know, Joshua as a shout out to him, listening to one of his um, YouTube videos, and he says, don't run away from resistance, lean into it. So it's like when you know that you've been praying, you know that you've been obedient to what God has said you should do, continue to keep moving even past the resistance. You know, they say, oh, your car is going to be taken away. But, you you know, God has been telling you to focus on building this business. But they are saying your car will be taken away. And it's funny because they say it or the letter comes when, you know, God has clearly said in this time you're going to get this. Just keep moving. Right. Then all these bills or whatever keep coming out, out of nowhere and all this turmoil. And like I said, people acting crazy towards you lean into the resistance. And that's why, you know, you have to have authority like you have to you have to have authority in Christ. Like I said in the previous point, because now you can you can be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't mm-mm. like move out my way. I need to I need to keep going. I need to keep asking. I need to be persistent because you can't give up because it got hard. What I say, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know, but God doesn't really care about how you feel. Like he's like, did I tell you to stop? <laughs> Like I have my friends and something would be happening and something so traumatic happened to one of them or what would have been perceived as traumatic and should have told her to stop because of this situation. Um, you should stop. And God sent her a dream and was talking to her, you know, reading her Bible and, you know, being in communion with him. It's like, did I tell you to stop? Keep going. Usually, you know, if we brought that situation up or we bring a situation up to somebody, oh, no, you need to chill out. You need to rest. You need to be surrounded by people that will tell you, hey, you remember what God told you? Keep going. This is just a pit stop. If you're building a platform, if you're building a business, because a lot of you, you know, you want to build businesses, you, you're building your platforms. Just because things get hard doesn't mean you should stop. Just because things look like it's the end doesn't mean you should stop because he makes a way when there is no way. So your obedience is staying the course, being persistent, knocking down doors. Like if one thing doesn't work out, we have to just keep going. Of course, give your time, give yourself time to, 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 you know, sometimes you will have to mourn things. Sometimes things will be so disheartening to you. I'm not saying you'd be superhuman and be like, oh, I don't care. None of that bothers me. I'm not saying that. I don't believe in that. Acknowledge how you feel, but don't stay there. Tell God how you feel. This is getting hard, God. But in that, he's building your endurance. 
um, through through trials, we're he's building our endurance. So you know, as we build our endurance in one season, we can withstand the next season, and, and in the next season, we'll go through another process again, to, so we can bear the next season. Because you don't want to get to a place as an influencer or a business owner, a CEO, where your character is not strong enough to hold the promise that God has for you, the blessing, the purpose that God has for you. If your character is weak, that's how you see people embezzling money. That's how you see them. Um, um, you know, acting wild when they've reached a certain level of fame or a certain level of success. You don't want to be that. You want to. You want to be in the in the slow cooker long enough. So when you go out there, you're well equipped. So you're not easily. You know what I'm saying? Like easily persuaded by others, persuaded by what they do, and you forget God. So keep knocking down the doors and keep moving. Don't allow a situation uh, that is completely contrary to what God has told you to do to deter you. It is only just resistance and it usually means you're going in the right direction. Now, if you're walking in disobedience, well, like I said earlier, be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to God. God wants to bless you. God wants to use you in this in this earth. He wants to use you because you have gifts and you have talents that this world needs. They need what you have. But don't lie to yourself if you are in disobedience. Repent and just move on. All right. Third thing, um, and being confident. Your confidence can be built on what you've been doing when nobody was watching okay so your confidence is based on what you've been doing when no one was watching it is only between you your work and god all right this is a really important part what you do in the dark when nobody's watching is what's going to form and build you so that when god puts you out on you know a stage you're well equipped and ready so, for example, David was, you know, they were like, oh, who's this little mud-faced little boy and this set or another and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, look at here. I've been out here in, in the fields tending to my father's sheep, okay? And when a lion or a bear comes and takes a sheep and holds it in his mouth, well, in the mouth, the animal is holding the lamb in the mouth. David will now grab that animal by the mouth and club it to death. And keep his sheep, his father's sheep safe. And he's like, I'm prepared. And, and the God that kept me there is the same God that will keep me now to defeat this Philistine. Okay. So David has already been preparing for that moment in the dark. David has already been doing the work in the dark. Some of A lot of us want a stage. A lot of us want to be presented, you know, we have a gift and, and I struggle with this too. I'm like, God, you've given me a gift. You told me I should be speaking and you told me I should be doing all this stuff. How come nobody notices me? Nobody notices me, God. They don't care. They even pass by me. Ha! When I was in college, people would say hi to my friends. They would literally just pass me by. I struggled with rejections a little bit in college. People would literally not even pay me attention. They wouldn't even find me worthy enough to say hello. But I'm like, God is whispering to me that, you know, you're going to be talking to many people. God, people are going to be brought to my knowledge through you. But it's like, but they don't even acknowledge me now. But does that mean that I stopped doing my podcast? Hmm? Does that mean that I stopped doing 
my blog and whatever else God is telling was telling me to do in the time? No. How I built my confidence was even though people were not acknowledging me, I'm still building and still working behind closed doors. I mean, there's been times I've gotten on IG Live and nobody has come on or five people. Thank God for those five people. But you know what I'm saying? You know you want more people than five people, but five people, two people, one person, my friends. My friends sometimes are the only people listening to my, my content for the longest time. But does it mean that I stopped doing what I was doing? No, because now I have the skills. Like I know how to run a podcast now. I know how to put together kind of like a storyline um, for an episode so it all flows co- cohesively and put together. I'm, you know, I'm learning how to put together a brand and still learning so many different things. But just because nobody acknowledged me does not mean that all that I was doing was for nothing. And that's the same thing for you. Keep building. If you know that God has said do this or do that, Keep building in the dark. Don't be dismayed because people are not paying attention to you yet. You know, I look at really successful people as of late, and a lot of them are in their like mid 30s. Like, I'm in my mid 20s. So, a lot of them are in their mid 30s. They get their big break at like 35, 36. But they've been doing this since they were like in their early 20s or earlier or mid 20s, like 10 years before you actually see their big break. And it's like, you would think that, oh, they just started, you know, they just moved to LA for acting last week and here they got a role. But no, they've been putting in that work. They've been connecting with people. They've been getting roles that nobody else wanted. They've been doing the work perfecting their skill, reading, doing all of these things behind closed doors. So you have to be willing to be hidden. And it is not easy. I'm not going to say to you that it is an easy thing, but that is why we we rely on God. That's why God is our anchor, because if it's up to our human nature, we would just be like, forget this. Like, I, I deserve to be on a stage. I have good things to say. I deserve this. I deserve that. But it is better for your character to be built behind closed doors than for you to go out there and embarrass God. Like my friend would be like, you ain't going to be out here embarrassing me. Like I'll be like, uh-uh, you want to do all that foo-foo lame stuff? You ain't going to be out here embarrassing me. And it's true. Like you're not going to be out here embarrassing him. You've given your life to Christ. You're a follower of Christ. And he wants you to work in excellence because he's an excellent God. So learn the excellence behind closed doors so that when you meet, when you get on the stage, when you get the business, um, when you get the big deals, you have the systems in place to, to withhold, um, this, this, this new way of living or this new lifestyle. You have the systems already put in place. You've learned how to time manage yourself, even with small. You've learned how to be a good steward over your finances in the quiet place. You've learned how the basics or even more than the basics of pitching yourself and pitching your business behind closed doors. You've done all those things. So even for the $50 deals to the $100 deals, now with that knowledge, you're prepared for the $1,000, $10,000, $50,000 business deals, $50,000 different things. I don't know, whatever it is that you know that you are are aiming for. You've done the work in the dark. You've done the work when nobody is watching. And that's how David was so confident to be like, "Look, I can defeat him. Y'all are here running. I can go get him. I've 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 fought lions. I fought bears and none of my father's sheep have gone astray." So, again, you build your confidence based on what you've done in the dark. When, you know, as you're sowing the seeds, 
you know, keep sowing, keep sowing into your ministry, keep sowing into your business, keep sowing into your influence, keep sowing into your career and overcoming the struggles. You know, even in the dark too, there's, there's struggles that we have to overcome and there's things that God has to get out of us before we can be in the spotlight. Because if those, if those struggles are broadcast on the, on the spotlight, we could lose everything. So if you're struggling with certain things, it's better to get rid of it in the dark than for you to be out there in the light and it be exposed. And now the whole world can see it. No. And you lose everything. It is better in the dark. You tend to these things. You release yourself of these things. You get the healing. You got daddy issues. You got mommy issues. You got rejection, abandonment. You've been hurt. Let all of those things be healed in the quiet place, in the dark place first, so that when you get to the light, you're whole and you're well. Okay. The fourth thing is believing the true power of the living God. David said a statement. He said, And the whole world would know there is a God of Israel based on what he would do to a Goliath, based on how he would triumph over over Goliath. He said, and the whole world would know there is a God of Israel. Do you believe that God can work through you? Do you believe that God is actually powerful and wants to use you? He's been with you in the dark place, in your growing place, and where you're forming, he's forming you. And his, and his power has manifested there and you've seen it. So will he not follow you to the higher places? We have to understand that God is ruler over all things, all things, over all generational curses, after, after, over, over all pains, over all demons, over, over our, our nagging family, over our, our sicknesses, over our pains. God is power over all things. Now the question is, do you believe that? He, you, you have to take note of what he's done in your quiet place, in, in, the, in, the, in the dark place. You have to take note of how he's come through because when you start evaluating all of those things, now you can have the confidence that he will see you through even when you get to the bigger places, to the bigger things that he's given you, the visions that he's given you. So for example, God has kept you um, in your single season. Will he not keep you in your married season? Will he still not be the same God? Even though you may not have had a good example of marriage, a good example of how to tend to a family, how to be a father to children, how to, how to be a good wife. Don't you think that he would still keep you even when you get to that area? If we allow him, if we believe in that power, you have to believe that God is all powerful. Really, really believe that within your heart that he is all powerful. He has authority. It says all knees will bow. All tongues will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. All. He has, he has authority over all rulers, all authorities in all places. They're subject to the name of Jesus Christ. So really look within yourself that do you believe that? And that if he has power, if he's kept me this far, will he not keep me where I am? So there's no, you know, even if we, we slip and fall, like Heather, Heather Lindsay said something. She said, even if I miss God, right? If, I, if I'm too ambitious or I'm too this, I'm too that, and I miss God, will he not find me and lead me back to where I'm supposed to go? Even though God is powerful, he's still loving. His love is, is, is powerful. He's not a God who doesn't show his children mercy. Aren't we glad for that? Because in the kingdom of darkness, there is no such thing as mercy. 
You don't fulfill an assignment, they might chop your legs off, make you blind. Like, that's what happens in the kingdom of darkness. There's no such thing as mercy. You don't sacrifice your things properly to the gods or the deities that you're serving. Your whole family line could be disrupted. You may not be able to have children. There's, But with God, he gives mercy. He shows us mercy. Mercy. So there's power in his love. There's so much power in, in, in the love of God. So it's like we, we should be confident in his love. Be confident that, man, he really does love me and he will keep me. And he is powerful. He has authority over all things. I mean, I love that phrase. He said, and the whole world will know that there is a God of Israel. The whole world, your whole community will know there is a God because he was able to keep your marriage together based on where you're coming from, that your parents, they were so volatile and reckless. But wow, how did God produce such a beautiful marriage out of out of these two? Oh, wow. The girl who grew up in poverty. How could God have used her to make such a phenomenal seven-figure business? Hello, people. Some of y'all are meant to have seven-figure businesses or more. How could God have done that when she doesn't even she didn't even understand uh, wealth? She grew up in poverty. The, the 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 man who stutters, God will use him as a speaker, and 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 the whole world will know that there is a God over you. The whole world will know that there is a God over Damio Shodi. The whole world will know that there is that that there is a God of of over my life. That is that is the biggest testament to it all. Everything that you do is to point back to God. Everything, we are to give glory to God. I saw a post today that we need to be careful about, we need to do things just for happiness. No, we need to do things to glorify God. And in glorifying God, we get joy. Joy is everlasting. Happiness is based on feelings. Of course, we should be happy. Of course. But we should we should shoot for obedience to Christ to, to, to show his glory. And in that, we, we have joy. In that, we, we, we will experience his goodness and his joy. So, be confident in the power of, of God. Know his power. Know that he has authority over all. Even the he will fill in the blanks that you may know or that you don't know. And that's fine. But just have that assurance that he is powerful. Or the last thing that I would say in building confidence is don't run away from a battle. When we stand firm in the battle, when we stand firm in what we believe God will do, it gives the it gives God the opportunity, it gives the Holy Spirit to move. You know, some of us are like, oh, you know, I would love to believe in this, but God doesn't really, really do much. Like, I don't really see how he's actually going to help me and all the different things. But it's like, do you ever give him the opportunity to do so? You don't limit what the Holy Spirit can do. When we run away or when we put even limitations or we put blocks on what God can do it 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 inhibits him from moving as freely as he would like to do so the last thing i would say is stand firm basically <laughs> to sum it that up just stand firm and allow God to be God allow God to do what he does best like i said before don't run away from resistance lean into it Stand firm in the promise that God has for you. If you don't know the promises, look them up in your word. Look them up in your word like they're there. You have to 
Let that seep into your spirit. If you have to read it every day, read it every day. Do the due diligence. Do your due diligence. You cannot be fed by pastors online and your pastor alone and 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 the faith of others. You can that cannot sustain you. You have to build that relationship with God for yourself. And in that, he gives you the desire to know him. He gives you the desire to understand his word. Ask for the desire. You know, one cool one thing that I realized was like, oh my God, like you're the one who gives me the desire to do what you've asked me to do. Therefore, when things get hard, I can rely that, that, that you're going to empower me all the more and I should stay firm and let you do what you do best. So stand firm. Don't waver to the left, don't waver to the right. Just stand firm on the promises of God and he will see you through, even if it looks like poop. <laughs> Stand firm in what you believe he has told you to do and just invite the Holy Spirit in at any point, at any time to say, I really need your help. Help me. But I know that all things will work out for my good. So, again, to reiterate the points of being confident, know your authority and who you belong to. Number two, don't take no as an answer or resistance as a reason to stop. Keep asking and knocking down doors. Number three, you build your confidence based on what you've done when no one was watching. Number four, believing the true power of the living God. And number five, don't run away from the battle or resistance. So, you know, that all came straight from the dome. (laughs) We thank God because I was really like, I'm not really sure what I'm going to speak to you guys for or with on the last episode, but I really want to leave something impactful for you. I, I, you know, one thing that I want to do is as I continue to learn, or my passion is as I continue to learn, I continue to share with you all because we are a body. You know, we have so many skills and so many talents. Some of you are meant to be doctors, some of you are meant to be awesome business owners and create cool and amazing things. Some of you are meant to be artists. Uh, others are you are meant to be lawyers and travel agents and travelers and all types of cool things. And I just want you to be confident in that purpose that's within you, to be confident in what God has told you to do. Some of you are illustrators. God has given you a gift of illustrating and drawing and baking. I love bakers. I I, I mess with bakers. I love them because I think that is one of the coolest jobs ever. Like some of you guys are chefs and God can use that. But we have to be in alignment. We have to we have to believe in who he says we can't. We have to do away with thinking that we are the highest beings on this earth. We have to do away with that thinking and believe and trust that, you know, Christ really wants to use us and he will see us through to the very end of the ages. So my my biggest mission through this podcast and through the plat the planter platform is to just ignite that passion within you, ignite that that fire within you to keep going, to to go. And if you haven't started going, to start going and see how God will use you mightily where you are in your career, in your in passionate endeavors or whatever you're doing. So that is my main thing. So I'm going to be gone for a couple of months, but when I come back, it's going to be lit. It's going to be new content, new episodes, interviews, all of that good stuff. Um, And probably some planter merch, not probably, will be some planter um, t-shirts. So stay out or look out for that. 
for the new merchandise for the planter. Support the planter. If you are somebody who's been listening, please, please, please support the planter. I'm sure you guys are going to love the designs. And then what else can I say? See me on IG. I'm there. Um, Hit me up in the DMs if you have any questions. I would love to do like maybe Q&As on IG or, you know, if there's anything that you would want me to talk about, I would be more than willing to do that over IG. So hit me up there. Join the newsletter so you can get updates of, of important things and the devotional and all of that good stuff. So I bid you adieu, my friends. It's been real. Thank you for this awesome season. Thank you for allowing me and my guests to pour into you and just inspire you to do what you've been called to do. So I'm just really appreciative. And I will see y'all in a couple months. Or you will hear from me in a couple months. All right. Speak to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the planter podcast if you are absolutely loving the content that the planter is creating well go ahead and subscribe to the planter on itunes for more updates and staying connected with me you can also subscribe to the planter at theplanter.com so that's t-h-e-p-l-a-n-n-t-e-r.com to become a part of our community uh, you can find us on facebook at the planter community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.